We want to welcome you to another episode on MBKI Radio Broadcasting Network. Prepare yourself and get ready and allow the Spirit of the Lord to transform your mind. And here's your host, Apostle Anthony Baxter. Somebody needs to make that confession of faith tonight. Say it. I will never be the same. Not after being with you. Amen. Amen. I want to welcome everyone to Real Talk Radio on MBKI's broadcasting network. Amen. It's a beautiful Thursday here in Washington. Sun's out a little, some clouds, but we praise the Lord anyhow. Amen. Hallelujah. We're going to go ahead and jump in. Uh, We're going to open up with prayer here. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just give praise and honor to you for being the King of kings and the Lord of lords, the great I am. In this time, Father, we just ask that you Open up our hearts, open up our minds, hallelujah, that we may be able to receive this word in which you have given. Father God, we thank you, Lord, for what you have given us in times past. We thank you for what you're giving us in this present time. And we thank you, Father God, for what you'll be giving us in the up and coming future. In the mighty name of Jesus, put me behind the cross, Lord, that your spirit may have its way. Move, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Give us the truth and revelation. Hallelujah. That comes from heaven. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen and amen. We're going to throw on another song real quick. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. We're still 
continuing with our murder, first degree murder. Amen. Hallelujah. We must die to ourselves. And as we said yesterday, a first degree murder is a premeditated murder. It's a planned out murder. It's not something that just happens uh, 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 by retaliation or uh, anything of that. It's, it's something that you said and you planned out. Hallelujah. So when you came to the Lord, hallelujah, you were sitting, hallelujah, in the pew or wherever you were, and you said, I must go back to the Father. I got to change the way I'm living. I got I to I gotta stop doing the things that I'm doing. I know I should be serving God, but I'm smoking weed and fornicating. Let me get back to God. You're planning to do something. You're planning to die. Because when you come to the Lord, hallelujah, you are dying to yourself. Amen. And you are becoming alive in him and through him. Glory be to God. Yes, Lord. So today we're going to be covering idols. Amen. Idols. If you could turn with me to Exodus chapter 20, and we're going to read verse 4. Hallelujah. Exodus chapter 20 and verse 4. Hallelujah. Let's do this. Let's go to to one. Let's just read uh, from one down to four. Amen. Hallelujah. Here we go. Uh, Let me back up. I'm going to give everybody a minute. Go get your Bible. Go get a piece of paper and a pen. It makes no sense coming on this line or this show and not writing down what it is that you are hearing so that you can go back. Hallelujah. And Study the word to show thyself approved and correct me if I'm wrong. I, I, I don't know too much. I know a little bit um, about as dumb as a brick, but the Holy Ghost, he knows all things. So I just move out the way and let him have his way. But every once in a while, I may jump in. So correct me if I'm wrong. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Exodus chapter 20. It reads, and God spoke. All these words saying, I am the Lord, your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. You shall have no other gods before me. Ye shall not make for yourselves a carved image, any likeness of anything that is in heaven Above or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them nor serve them, for I, the Lord, your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquities of the fathers upon the children to the third and fourth generation third and fourth generation. Amen. Of those who hate me, but showing mercy to thousands, to those who love and keep my commandments. Amen. Glory be to God. Listen, people. We're reading this, and we're reading hundreds and thousands of years ago, and they're talking about 
carved images and things of this nature as idols. So when we look at these, we say, hey, I don't have any, no, no carved images of no monkeys or no eagles or no, no, no uh, 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 bronze statue of a bull or anything like that. So I ain't serving no image. But see, things have changed. We're in a time of technology, so things are different today. Hallelujah. So what I want to do is I want to point out just a few idols, those things that we put before God. And if you really want to know, ultimately, any time we violate God's law, we are basically committing adultery. Why? Because we're putting that thing that we did above God. What do you mean? Well, God set this law. And if he is our God, we are going to abide by his law. But if we do something outside of his law, that means we're following someone or something else because that is not what God told us to do. So we're basically committing adultery when we commit a sin. We are putting something else before God. See, scripturally, idols serve as anything that is anti-Christian or anti-God or against God. In that regard, things that are good, they can become idols if you mishandle them. And we're going to be getting into some of these things here shortly. Remember, idols can be good things that we can use them the wrong way to make them idols. Amen. So we're going to be going over five idols that we have today. Now, I'm quite sure there's many, many, many more, but I just want to point out these because they they really uh, stand at the forefront and prick my heart when I begin to go and look over them. Amen. So let's go. Yes, Lord. One and twenty six. Hmm. Okay. All right. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to go and we're going to look at. Uh, let's go to Hebrews chapter thirteen and five. Hebrews chapter thirteen and five. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. We're going to be looking at money. And consumerism, money and consumerism. Mm-hmm. Hebrews chapter 13 and 5. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Here we go. 13 and 5 reads Let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have. Be content with such things. As you have, for he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? We're looking at money and consumerism. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. 
Listen. Money. If you go online and you, you type in the word money, you'll find articles all over the place on how to make more money, how to make more money. One of the things that we have to look at today is what do we need? Because I think we've gotten away from what we need to what we want. We got to misconstrue. We don't need a car. We want a car. But you hear people saying, I need a car. No, you don't. There's a transit system. There's taxis. There's many other ways you got feet. There's other ways to get around. But we've gotten so lazy and so spoiled here in America that we feel that we can't move without a car. Amen? Amen? So what is it or how is it that you see money? How do you see money? Because money is not a, a bad thing. It's also not a good thing. Okay? It's not a bad thing, nor is it a good thing. It just is. Money is a tool. And if used right, it's a good thing. But if used wrong, let me rephrase that. If you look at it in the wrong way, it can become an idol. If you look at it correctly, it can benefit you and work for you. But what's happening is money uh, depletes how you look in society, uh, what you can have in society, hallelujah, and what you can do in society. See, people assume that they can't have no fun without money. I can't go nowhere without money. So money is a driving force. Then you have individuals that have a, a personality complex, hallelujah, low self-esteem, hallelujah. They've been abandoned and rejected all in life, hallelujah. So they must have money so they can buy the things to make them look like something that they're not. Money. 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 See, money has taken a place, the place of God. See, many Americans trust money more than they trust God. Take, take somebody's money from them and see how their behavior shifts. And then give them a whole bunch of money and see how their behavior shifts. But does their behavior shift when they don't go to God or when they don't pray or when they're not reading their word or when they're not feeding their spirit? And does their, 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 their attitude change when they feed their spirit and they're praying? I mean, come on, let's look. Which one has the ability of bringing you peace? Money or God? Joy, money or God? Happiness, money or God? We got to die to some of these idols that we have. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm talking to myself too. That was an ouch for me. See, we're either going to say ouch or amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Ouch. That hurt. My God. Hallelujah. Listen here. Listen here. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Money is simply a tool, people. It's simply a tool. And it's good and bad depending on how you view, view it and how you use it. How you use it or how you abuse it. 
We can either trust in God or trust in our money. The Bible says you can't serve two gods. You can't serve God and mammon. What's mammon? Well, it's money, it's fame. Hallelujah. You see all these superstars and celebrities that sold their soul for money and fame. That's their God. Why are you chasing and doing what they're doing? You know what you're doing? You're making them your God. Hallelujah. You got men Sunday morning, they'd rather watch TV and watch a football game than to go serve and praise God. That's their God. Hallelujah. My God. Individuals going to the club Saturday night talking about I can't get up. I just got home three hours ago. I need my sleep. What about God, the creator, who created you, who purposed you? Hallelujah. Who's given you, hallelujah, everything and wants to give you even more. But you have idols. And God is a very jealous God. Tells you that in the word there. You just read it. He said, I am a jealous God. What, what, women, let me ask you something. How would you feel if you cooking a slave and at the house and your husband got another side piece around the corner? How do you feel? Would you be jealous? And, 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 and husband, how would you feel if you're going working two jobs just to provide for you and your wife, but every time you're at work, she's around the whole corner with her side piece? Would you be jealous? You got to remember, God created us in his own image. So if he created us in his image, that means he has feelings too. So he's letting us know, I love you. And when you go to this stuff that can't do nothing for you, I get jealous. Well, we got some... We got some adulterers on this line. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's time to repent. Turn around. Die to that idol. Money. Oh, and then let's not forget about consumerism. Consumerism. That can fit in two places on my sheet here of the five things, the five idols of today. And like I said earlier, there's many more, but we're just going to look at these five. See, the, the, the consumerism can fit under comfort. So I'm, I, I'm not going to deal with the consumerism. I'm going to put that with the comfort. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, as I was doing my studies, I got excited and forgot to put down, hallelujah, the book <laughs> for the image, our image. Hallelujah. It's going to come back to me, though. The Holy Ghost is going to give it to me. Amen. Soto. Uh-huh. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Image. Image. Let me, I, let me tell you something, people. And see, I'm, I'm guilty of this. We spend more time on Facebook than we do in our word and in prayer. Some folks spend more time on Facebook in a week than they do in prayer and reading their word in a year. Why? image. You see, we want to be liked by folks. 
We want to be liked by folks. See, image is the idea one has of one's ability, appearance, and personality. That's image, the definition. See, so most of us, we don't say good stuff about ourselves to ourselves because most of us grew up hearing people say bad things to us about us, and now we are repeating those things that people said about us to ourselves. What is that called? A word curse. We're cursing our own selves, and we're trying to figure out why life is so bad because you're saying negative things about yourself to yourself, and you're looking outside to try to fix how people are with you when what you need to do is look inside and start uh, 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 speaking life over yourself instead of death. Instead of death. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We've been uh, uh, wounded. Hallelujah. We've been told we're ugly. We've been told we're stupid. We ain't got too much money, so we can't really buy any clothes to fit in with the group we want to fit in with because we've been rejected all our lives, and these people won't accept me, and these people won't accept me, so what do I need to do to be accepted? Now I'm still in clothes. They got teenage girls these days going in apartment stores still in clothes, and their parents are buying them clothes. What sense does that make? It's just not the clothes that everybody's wearing to Fit in. To fit in. So what do we do? We put a post on Facebook. And as soon as we get a notification, oh, we got to look at it to see if that notification is somebody liking what I posted, that, that selfie that I put up. Oh, people love me. You see Christian, Christian women sitting up here with a, with, putting their lips like they're about to kiss somebody with a, doing a selfie, looking all provocative like a Jezebel. But you see him at church, say, hallelujah, praise the Lord. Come on now. Come on, don't be double-minded. Hallelujah. Too many have their identities wound up in how their social media presence looks. You're so busy trying to get your presence on social media, Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, trying to get yourself to look like something, sucking in your stomach and putting on pounds of makeup to look like something for what? It's not an outside job, people. It's an inside job. Same with you men. You're sitting there taking pictures of you in the gym. You done got all pumped up. Your, your, your muscles all, 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 all flexing and everything, and you want to take a picture. Leaders doing this kind of stuff. Come on, man. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Idols. Idols. See, and, and let me tell you something. I'm guilty because, see, as I was doing this research and the Lord was leading, I did not realize that these things were idols. Why? We said, I'm going to fast from Facebook for a week. Good. Because it's an idol. <laughs> we need to break that, break that thing. Amen. But as soon as we get back, boy, we on that thing. Hallelujah. For 19 hours, hour, 24-hour day. Ain't it funny how Facebook, you just want to go and maybe put a little post on or something inspirational for people, and the next thing you know, an hour and a half go by, and you don't even know how you got trapped. Idols. My God. 
Have you ever just thought about opening up your Bible just to see what a verse is and get stuck in your Bible for an hour and a half just reading? Or maybe somebody said, can you pray for me? And you went into your prayer closet and began to pray for them, and an hour and a half later, you still praying? Oh, we don't do that, though. Oh, we don't do that. We don't do that. Oh, but Facebook, boy, we, we will stay on that thing. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Thank you, Lord. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. 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 See, listen, when it comes to image, our image, we are putting ourselves before God. You got women that will stand in front of the mirror for, for hours, for hours, getting everything just right. For what? Don't let the wind blow because everything's going to be all over the place. And then you got to get back in the mirror for a few more hours to get everything just right. You got men that go out and buy these Jordans. And and, and as soon as they get a speck on the Jordans, they want to throw them away. They want to get mad. There's been people that been, been got beat up and, and hurt severely. By stepping on a person's foot on accident. But they God is on their feet. And because you stepped on their God, they want to kill you. See, see, it makes no sense. It makes no sense. So if somebody say, say, there is no God, are you going to defend God? Brother, sister, are you going to defend God like you would defend them Air Jordans? Like you would defend that, that rouge on your face or that, that hairstyle you got whipped to the side, that then got whipped to the, to, to the forefront, hallelujah, by the wind? We'll defend that stuff. But what about Jesus? What about Jesus? Glory be to God. Hallelujah. 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 Anything that we put before God is an idol. Anything we put before God is an idol. How many of you guys wake up and the first thing you do is grab your cell phone? Come on, be real. Now, you know, I, I ain't trying to toot my own horn. I, you know, I, I ain't that special. You know, I, I, got, I got many problems. My wife will tell you I got many flaws. Amen. But listen, when I wake up in the morning, first thing I do is I use the bathroom. Because, you know, hey, got to do that. Then the next thing I do is I brush my teeth, wash my face, and then I come out here and I pray. Because God says he wants the first of everything. And if he's given me air in my lungs to wake up, I've got to say thank you. But first thing that most people want to do is they want to go on their phone straight to Facebook or to their messenger or just, just to see if, if I was important enough to somebody that they called me or, or left me a voicemail or, or sent me a message in Facebook or, 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 or liked what I, I put out there before I went to bed because I wanted to wake up and see if I had any friends for the day. Come on, man. 
we have to look at these things that we are putting before God. God wants the first. He wants the first of the day. He wants the last of the day. He wants the middle of the day. He wants you to be, he wants to be on your heart, on your mind all day. What is on your mind the majority of the day? Is it God? Is it your problem? Is it your bills? What is on your mind? Because whatever takes up the space in your head is your God. See, when they were talking about here in uh, 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 the book of, where are we at? Exodus, or Leviticus, excuse me. They were speaking more so of that time. But we have to remember, again, things have evolved. So we have to really look. The key thing is this. Whatever you put above God, because he's a jealous God, it's God first in all things. So whatever you have above God and put God second, that thing got to go. It's an idol. Murder. We got to die to ourselves. We got to die to these idols that we put before God and a whole bunch of other things we must kill so that we can walk without a spot or a wrinkle. He says he's coming back for a church without a spot or wrinkle. He ain't talking about a building. He ain't talking about a congregation. He's talking about you, you, the church, you, the church, the church, you. But he doesn't want us serving idols. And he doesn't want us living out of our flesh, nor out of our emotions. He wants us to live through him. See, when God looks at us, he sees his son who died upon the cross for our sins. So he sees righteousness, even though we, are, we may not be righteous. Amen. Because his son took the sins of this world to the cross for us. So the least we can do is to live a life conducive to his will. And that means dying to your desires, your ambitions, your wants. God says that if you seek him first in his righteousness, that all things he will give unto you. That's a promise. Do you believe it? Do you believe it? Because if you believe it, you'll be willing to sacrifice. Christ sacrificed his life for us. Can we sacrifice our desires, our wants? Our wants? See, no, 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 no. Those aren't needs. Those are wants. The car is a want. See, what we need is we need a roof over our head, we need food in our bellies, and we need clothes on our back. That's what we need. That's it. Everything else is a benefit. But I think we're beginning to get mixed up with what is a benefit and what is a need. A lot of these benefits are drawing us away from the most high God. They're drawing us away from the most high God. 
Amen. Turn with me to uh, Philippians chapter 4 and verse 8. Philippians chapter 4 and verse 8. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. We, We must die to these idols that we have been serving so that we can get in position to do what God has called for us to do and to be what God has called for us to be. Amen. Glory be to God. How many, how many, how, how many people are dealing with rejection and abandonment? How many people are dealing with rejection and abandonment? Because those really affect how we see ourselves. And what it does is it makes us uh, try to be something that we're not so that people can like us, so that people can like us. Amen? And, 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 we, and, and, and when we do these type of things, we are placing ourselves above God. Why? Because God's created us. He created us perfect, everything God creates. But what we do is we listen to what man says about us. And we forget about what Christ said about us. And we begin to act or react instead of respond to the truth of the matter. Philippians chapter 4 and verse 8. We're going to be looking at entertainment. Entertainment. Philippians chapter 4 and verse 8. And it reads, finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are good, of good report, excuse me, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Meditate on these things. Now, this might seem a little strange, but bear with me. In our culture, there is a growing trend, they say. Uh, um, um, in, in other words, we spend time and money experiencing things like uh, 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 vacations. There's nothing wrong with vacations. But when we put them above God, when we when we say we have to work all of this overtime and no, I can't make church, I can't make Bible study, I don't have time for that right now. I gotta get this money saved for the trip to Acapulco next month. Hallelujah. No, I can't go to church on Sunday because the football game is coming on. I can't because of this. I can't because of that. The entertainment. Entertainment. And then at the same time, we put some of these celebrities and superstars uh, before God. 
a person will spend goo gobs of money to go see, uh, let's say, Michael Jordan uh, play a basketball game or to go see uh, uh, who, um, uh, Jay-Z and, or Beyonce. They spend all this money on tickets, but they won't pay no tithes. They won't give no offerings. Entertainment. We have to remember what entertainment is. It's entertaining. <laughs> it's entertaining. So we have to make sure that if it is, that it's the right type of entertainment. So whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Think about them. But at the same time, as you're thinking about them, you want to act them out as well. No, I'm not going to go to this club because this club is not the type of uh, environment that uh, I go in. (laughs) You know, bottom line, I'm thinking, I'm meditating. Is this right or wrong? You know, but I think what we do a lot of times is we just do what feels good, what's going to bring us comfort. Listen, do you know your eye gate and your ear gate is gateways to your heart? Gateways to your heart. So when we sit up and we watch these shows where there's a bunch of killing, a bunch of sex, a bunch of uh, adultery, uh, 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 meditated murder. I mean, serious meditated husbands killing wives and wives killing husbands and cheating on each other, kids going wild and all this crazy stuff. All of this stuff begins to play in our minds, plant seeds, entertainment. Is it just? Is it lovely? Is it good? Wholesome? We got to watch what we put into our eye gate and our ear gate because it can draw us. How many people used to watch uh, like like my mom? You know, she 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 loves watching the uh, the uh, daytime soap operas. And there's a certain one she watches. You can't even get in contact with her. She would turn her phone off. Amen. But see, we we got shows like that too. We had Power. We had uh, uh, what's the other show that come on? Uh, there's a lot of these nighttime shows uh, that come on that people just will not. They they will shut their phones off. They will not miss. Amen. I got a few of them myself. Amen. These things we tend to put above God. Not all, but some. Because we got some folks that'll go out and buy the whole series. They'll, they'll buy the whole series and watch them over and over and over again. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, go with me to Hebrews chapter 13 and 4. We're going to look at sex. Sex is another idol. Hallelujah. And it's one of the bigger ones because it's very prevalent on the earth as of today. Hebrews 13. In chapter 4, hallelujah. Marriage is honorable among all, 
and the bed undefiled. But fornicators and adulterers, God will judge. Let's go ahead, let's go ahead and read verse 5. Let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have. For he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we may boldly say, the Lord is our helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? What can man do to me? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sex is everywhere in our culture today. It's used to sell just about everything. Like I was saying earlier, it's on TV, billboards, the internet, in conversations at work. People obsess with sex. According to the Bible, sex is a good thing. But it's not an ultimate thing. See, what we've done is we've taken from God and made it God in our lives. We have taken a good thing and made it an ultimate thing. We are worshiping the gift and not the giver of the gift. That's idolatry. Today, men are not looking at women For marriage, they're looking at women for sex. Women aren't looking at men at uh, 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 as husbands are looking at men as sex. It's like savages. It's like savages. We're we're not looking at the, the wholesome thing. We're looking at the thing to bring satisfaction. 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 Put God back in his right place and put sex in his right place. Zip it up, clank it up until you get married. And then it will be a good thing. Amen. Comfort. We do so many different things for comfort. We go buy clothes. We use drugs. We we do many things for comfort. But God said that he has given us a comforter. Turn to the spirit of God. We have all the comfort we need in him, in him. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just give thanks, honor, and praise to you, Lord. I pray right now, Father God, and repent for making things around me an idol above you. Today, Lord, I turn away and I put them in their rightful place. As I put you back on the throne of my heart in these areas, Lord. I ask that you wash us all clean and that we will continue to walk in purpose, serving you and worshiping you alone. In Jesus' name, amen. We'll see you next week, next Wednesday, 3 o'clock Pacific Standard Time, 6 o'clock Eastern Time. Until then, walk by faith, not by sight. God bless you and have a fantastic afternoon.